it's I think when you coming up, you should find people who want to come up as well and work with those people to grow. But people just be egotistical or just so, oh, I'm, I'm going to do it on my own. That's the most dumbest thing yeah. ever. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepless for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, LA edition. We are here in uh studio. Home studio. <laughs> right. Home studio. In home studio where all the magic happens. We're here at Cornell, man. How you feeling, brother? Feeling good, man. How you doing today? Man, I am amazing. I'm so glad. Uh I just had like a little bit of nostalgia, would the word be? Because the first time I seen us shoot, I came here with Big Ja. He was like, yo, I gotta go shoot some with my homeboy. And that was the first time I actually saw the production of mm. a skit. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's not just, yo, we get some cameras and we shoot. It's like, we shoot this scene one way, and we shoot the same scene with a camera on somebody else. And mm. I'm like, yo, this is this is super dope production, mm. production stuff. So um, I kind of want to like, just kind of, for those that don't know, you're a content creator. What, <clears throat> did you, what would you call yourself? Uh... Well, that's what they try to label us, but we are more than just content creators. I can write, I direct, I edit, I command a camera, I can light. So I'm many things. Um, and I think a lot of creators are many things. Yeah. And especially as producers, everybody produces. Like yeah. you produce content, you are a producer, you are considered a producer. Hmm. So I think one thing we need to do is call people what they are. It's like, oh, if you write, you a writer. Yeah. You might, just because you're not at a certain level, right. don't mean you're not a writer. So it's like, I'm a lot of things. Um, definitely content creator. I love creating content hmm. and love just doing it all for real, like at this point. So if you was at a networking <laughs> event and somebody was say, hey, my, my name is Dave. I'm a doctor. Mm. I do this and that. I, I, I work on like hip bones. I'm a hip bone doctor. Mm. And you'd say? Like I'm a director, writer, producer. Director, writer, producer. At the core. Yeah. Director, writer, producer. Gotcha. So now you've, I mean, you got a huge following Mm. from like, and now it makes sense. Like not just content creator because Mm. I did see you like adjusting the camera, like kind of coaching on how to say a role, things of that nature. So Mm. like you really do do it all. But we are a business podcast, and I kind of mm. want to know the the numbers behind this stuff. How do you make money from doing what you do? Um, the videos, and then like the brand deals, like content, um, can generate money as well. So it's like when I start making more money from brand deals and content, then I'm like, all right, that's when I start paying my boy Jalen. I've been working with him for years now. Mm. I pay him weekly. I'm like, all right, help me make content so I can produce more money. And then as I made more money, that's when I started buying equipment mm. and just start reinvesting into myself so I can make better quality stuff because I didn't I didn't go to film school and I'm not on set. So I rather I I looked at it like, all right, if I can't be on the set, I'll buy the same things that they have mm-hmm. and just teach myself how to use it and teach my team how to use it or just get people that can teach me as well. Okay. So when we say you make money, how? Yeah. So the content. Um, brand deals. You no, know, no, no, no. People... But the con- content alone doesn't pay you. Yes, it does. How? The revenue from the video. Okay, so you upload the content mm-hmm. to YouTube. And YouTube yeah. pays you. Yes. Or I upload to... So give me the the people that pay you. Because the content alone... Because people think they'll just upload content. Oh, and oh, no. money just magically falls in my account. Mm-hmm. So, 
like say for instance YouTube. If I post a video on YouTube, a few minutes long, that video will get ad revenue, mm-hmm. and YouTube will pay you. So yeah. one video could make four thousand dollars or three thousand, sometimes five hundred. So, mm-hmm. but then you got to think it's residual as well. So if you make a video. It might make seven hundred at first, but over months, that same video can make four thousand. So, yeah. I just look at it like digital assets. Yeah. It's like the video could take off later. The first video I ever had that hit a million on YouTube didn't hit a million till months after, because I was looking at my money. I'm like, why did I get this spike? And I looked mm. at my analytic video was just going crazy. So you can get paid off the video, like how much views and the watch time and the mm. retention on YouTube. A video with a million views, mm. what will that net you? Like, what do you around? Well, that that one video, what did you make from that? The that first video that yeah. did it, the video did a million. Uh, it depends on how long the video is mm. too. Like that video, I think it was like three or four minutes. It hit a million. Um, I can't remember exactly how much it made. I think it made probably like a couple thousand or a few thousand, something like that. Mm. If I recall, I can't remember. But you definitely can make money. Gotcha. Of course, the more views, it's really the watch time too. It's the watch time. Watch time. Because something cannot have a lot of views, but people, your retention rate can be high on the video. So like say if a video, 20 minutes, but people only watched it for two, that mm-hmm. video probably not going to make as much money as a video that's six minutes, but the retention rate was five. So it's like more watch time for the video. Got Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so I have like, like we have like these ebbs and flows in YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at my analytics every day mm-hmm. and I'm putting out same quality content. I'm even like dumping more content. And I would think that the more content you produce, the more money you make. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily true. Mm-mm. Why isn't it though? Because I'm putting more stuff on there. I got more watch time. Mm-hmm. I should be making more money, but that's not the case. That's what the retention, it depends on the retention rate. And then um, the in, how engaging is the content as well. Like I used to, on Facebook, you can monetize as well. That's when I, I, I was on Facebook before YouTube. Mm. So on Facebook, um, I had a little series. It was called Young and Reckless, but the videos would go crazy because the videos draw conversations. Mm-hmm. So it's like, say if I do a video about a girl wanting to go through a dude's phone, or why don't you post me? Mm-hmm. And the dude's like, oh, I, I don't post you because, <laughs> I don't post you because oh, I'm secret, I'm private, but I feel like you hot me. So it sparked a conversation. Mm-hmm. So the comments, 10, 15,000 comments. So mm-hmm. that drew, and then they sharing it with their friends. What you think about this? And people arguing the comments, so engaging, um, content can get people. and But it's not really about how much content, it's really the, type of content probably. Yeah, I'm having a hard time because they're just not feeling me on Facebook. So I'll mm-hmm. put like, a, I'll put these interviews on mm-hmm. Facebook and mm-hmm. it just, it don't do nothing. They mm-hmm. rock with it on YouTube. Yeah, different I, platforms react to different stuff too, depending how, on the people. Let's say you're my podcast manager, right? Mm-hmm. How would you suggest I I approach Facebook with mm-hmm. content? Because these the, the interview isn't working mm-hmm. on Facebook. Probably you post you post clips, don't yeah, you? Because yeah. sometimes the clips will go more viral than the episode. Right. So what you say hitting though, man. Facebook, I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, Facebook is tricky as far as like I don't know much about Facebook with the podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I always did like skits and stuff. Yeah. So I guess that's just more entertaining. Mm-hmm. 
um, like with podcasts, you got to actually sit there and, oh, I want to sit here and watch this for like right. however many time it is. So I think it's a little different. I wouldn't know too much about the podcast space, but I would definitely say if you want to try to build on Facebook and do certain stuff, like what's entertaining that you would want to do, you know? Maybe, um, I don't know. Could there, could there be like a podcast skit, like a series of skits on podcasts? Like You could do a series that's based off a podcast, but it's like not a podcast. It's, it's like a funny. fake show. Yeah. yeah. Give kinda me an like, idea. Kind of like The Office, but with a podcast. Give me an idea because I'm going to steal it. Yeah. All right. No, you can have it. So <laughs> say like... Say like you got your crew, y'all, um, y'all doing the interview. You just have a random guest person, mm-hmm. whatever. But stuff go wrong, the light don't work, or so. Each episode, something happened, mm-hmm. and then you just record how it happened. Like, oh, the mics don't work. So, oh, the mics don't work, and then that's a problem for the episode. Like each episode just need to have a different problem. One person don't show up for an episode. It's like, how we gonna shoot? We only got one camera person. Like now, mm-hmm. you see one person struggling to handle everything. As long as each episode has conflict. Like if you notice like every movie, every show, like a sitcom, every sitcom, situational comedy. I don't even think people realize sitcoms stand for situational comedy. Every- Whoa! (laughs) Sitcom is situational comedy. Yes. That's crazy. Each episode- You just found that out, right? Did you know that? You just found- All right, I'm sorry. I just got like, dang, that's great. That's real, situational comedy. Okay. Yeah, and each episode is just the same characters in a different situation. So, like, just think of yo the podcasting. Like, all right, what situation could these people face in the episode? And then hmm. podcast series. That'd be crazy. Yeah, and ain't nobody doing it. Can Can we do it together? Yeah, I can help you write it, come up with it. What was, okay, I'm gonna ask you what that would cost after this. Mm. That would be dope. Mm. Like write it, so I, I can hire you to write it, produce it, and like I publish it, and I can get the money back from face. It'd probably take a little while, but yeah. Dang, that'd be crazy. That would. Okay, what's your most popular video, and why is it mo- your most popular video? Um, on which platform or just, just period. period? Like the one that like gave you the most notoriety, the mo- one that gave you the most money. The most popular video? Well, money-wise, probably was on Facebook. I had a video that hit, I don't know if it was 20, 30 million views. What? What you make? And it was just random. I made a lot of money off that. Like, we say a lot. I made over, I think, 10 on that. On that one video? Yeah. Dang. I can't remember exactly, but I know because I was damn near about to cry. (laughs) (laughs) Do you try to recreate that? Like when you see oh, the I success of a video. Yeah. Well, sometimes. Um, like it was like a video I did, but you definitely can do that because people like that dynamic. So it's like you can do a part two of a video. Mm-hmm. So if I do a having two girlfriends video, I can do oh, having two girlfriends, but it's so many different situations you can do with having two girlfriends. Mm-hmm. So each video can be about a different situation. Got it. I think Jai's really dope with that, too. Oh, like yeah. He'll do, like, yeah. the uh, whole crew is stupid, and it's a mm-hmm. bunch of them. Or... Like, I remember he was doing the lesbian homie. The lesbian homie was That was fire. Hitting. Yes, yes. Yeah, that was fire. Okay, I, I, I get what you're saying. How, okay, how, I, get, I need to know how you stepped into this, man, because mm-hmm. I know you were telling me you just moved to L.A., and I never understood how somebody would just up and move across the country with no plan. Did you have a plan? My plan, my plan was to make a 
like, I grew up in the hood, so it's like, I ain't had much. I looked at my environment like, I got to get out. It got to be more than this. Where at? Where were you? And I wanted to take a leap of faith, like, what I got to lose. Yeah, where I had no kids, Cleveland, Ohio. Right. I had no kids. Um, didn't have no girl holding me back. So I was like, I'm going to go to the West Coast and try to make something happen. What were you doing at that point? Before I left? Before you left. The skits. Yeah. So I was making money. Yeah, I was making money already off of it. What, what year is this? 2016. I was in Cleveland. But they weren't paying. You weren't Instagram like, you were just up. Facebook was paying? No, I didn't. wasn't even doing Facebook. I was just Instagram at that time. Instagram definitely wasn't paying. No, but I so, made money off of promos. People would pay me to advertise. Hmm. So it's like, if I can get so many, I would literally wake up every day. All right, I got to do three to four videos, but also answer DMs, emails for people who want promo so I can make 75 here. I can make 150, make 100 as I keep um, putting out content got at the it, same time. And Instagram was like 15 seconds, so it was way shorter. Yeah. So you can push out more easier. But yeah, I was on my grind. I was like- Were you I working? Can't... You had a job or? Nope. I was strictly doing content. All right. So how's you eating? How's you living? Off of Instagram. Off the promos, the brand deals. People will pay, like people, like say if somebody send me a shirt, I'm like, right. oh, I can, I wear it in this amount of videos, just pay me as well. Yeah. And I would make money. And then, oh, you want me to advertise your credit business? Pay me this and I can make a video. But if right. you can't afford that, just pay me this and I can post it a couple times. So I would do that. But in the meantime, like mm -hmm. while, before you started getting paid, what were you doing? Um, Well, I started. Started started videos in college. I was working at a hotel, mm -hmm. the Wyndham Hotel in Cleveland, and I was going to Cleveland State University. So I was working full time and going to school full time. Gotcha. And I, when I was doing videos, I was it wasn't even skits at first. It was really just me talking, being funny, just mm -hmm. saying stupid stuff. And then it transitioned into skits because I seen like people um, doing skits, and I'm like, oh, that's a creative way to be funny. And well, that's this, is, this had to be 2000 what. 14, 15, when the Instagram, whenever Instagram got videos, right? I think it was 14 or 15. It might've been it. late 14. Yo, this is before people were, right now, mm -hmm. we understand you, the way to make money is mm -hmm. to create content, produce it, publish it. But literally at that point, there's no sign of making money mm -hmm. on any of these platforms. So you're working at the hotel. What makes you say, all right, I'm gonna quit the hotel and somehow I'm gonna make some I got money. fired. You got fired. I got fired from the hotel. For what? Um, it was my third strike, and I didn't show up one day. And the manager was pissed because we was already low staff. She was like, oh, my God, I didn't know they would fire you. I'm like, well, you shouldn't have wrote me up. <laughs> Maggie. I remember. Yeah. I was pissed. And it was right before the um, semester was starting. So I'm like, I'm going to pay my bills. Uh... So I was like, something got to shake. And then, and I ended up dropping out of school, too. And I was in like a messed up place. I was living with my boy, my boy, um, Kurt. He let me stay with him. I was staying with him for a while. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
with NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Where's your parents and all My parents, my mom, well, we lost our house too. So it was a lot of stuff going on at the same time. So we end up losing our house and splitting up, and I end up staying in an apartment that my dad was staying in, but I had my own apartment. Hold on, you lost your house? Yes. And like your whole family split up, mom, dad, you? Well, we stayed with my mom. My dad, he was a, he didn't live, he never lived with us. Okay, so you and your mom, mom lost the house. Yeah. And then you go to live with your dad. No, I was in an apartment he gotcha. was in. Okay. And then my brother ended up coming with me staying with me too and How's then i ended brother? up getting a one bedroom but then both of my brothers were staying with me how old your brother um he two years younger than me and the other one six years younger than me mm. so i have both of them staying with me we in a one bedroom it's a bed in the closet and then uh, we had a couch we all just in there but i was paying the bills i was working and going to school trying to you know just try to keep stuff together no joints coming through Mm. There was no joints coming through. Oh, they was coming through. <laughs> like they were stepping over. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Just... <laughs> I just had to go to their dorm. Right. Like, you think I could just come to the dorm room? <laughs> There's a lot going on here. So you lose. Oh, so you got a lot going on while you lose this job. You like, yeah. like your brothers are staying with you at this point. Mm. You have no job. Were they working? No. So you're taking care of all the bills. Yeah. And then we decide content. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, but I was always doing content. It just yeah. wasn't like making money and stuff mm-hmm. yet. So after I start, I start building like a name in the city, mm-hmm. and I always seen social media. I'm like, it's thousands and millions of people on this app. I always been funny. I'm like, if I can get people to follow me, mm-hmm. all the other stuff gonna just happen naturally, just because people gonna mess with you if you known or they can make money with you. So I'm like, all right, let me just lock in on this, do some videos, and then it just kept growing. Like, But you didn't think through how you're going to make money. It's like, yo, yeah. I figure if I make enough content, enough people like it, I'll make money somehow. Yeah. Like, they're going to pay for ever. <laughs> you here now. <laughs> that was random. Okay. <laughs> right, right. So- no. Yeah, so like you you don't know. It's not like mm-hmm. I'm gonna make videos, get this amount of followers, because now you can calculate it. Mm-hmm. I get enough followers, videos, put this amount out, I will be able to make this amount based on my followers. None. Mm-hmm. What was the first dollar? Do you remember the first dollar that came from consecration? Um first dollar probably when I was getting paid to promote. Mm-hmm. 
think I was getting like $25, $30. But when you ain't got nothing, I'm yeah. like, oh, this about to be sweet. I got $25. Mm. But then you do that a few times. I'm like, all right, I made 100 and one day off a of little promos. Mm. And there's people who go to work all day and be yeah. um, slaving for us. So I'm like, all right. If I can grow my following, then I can charge more. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, let me start putting out more videos and blah, blah, blah. And I was helping my boys promote in college too. So mm -hmm. I would help them promote parties. Gotcha. And I would do videos for the event and they would have like the guests posted. So mm -hmm. like, I think Tammy Revere came one time I did a video for it. She posted it. Um, Kim Bella, blah, blah, blah. And oh, these to, big names back then too. Yeah, especially back then. And then, I think Snoop Dogg was really like the first celebrity who ever posted one of my videos. Really? Yeah, Snoop Dogg was one of the first. Like, I was happy. Made it. I was like, oh, my video. <laughs> he was like the first one, like long time ago. He posted a couple of my videos before, mm. but um, I'm like, oh yeah, if I just keep doing what I do, I'll be good. Yeah. Like I just believe, like I know I'm funny enough and I'm smart enough. If I get in a position, that I'll be able to do what I need to do. Gotcha. So you're. It doesn't seem like you're making that much money before you moved to L.A. Mm -mm. But what made you think L.A.? I came and visited. Well, a few creators was in a group chat, like people on Instagram. Like, it was like me. Um, I don't know if you know Blame It on Quay. Yeah. Um, dude Jahan, dude Tonio Skits. Um, a few people that was in the chat. And you had to work your way up. So it was like a 5 to 10K chat, 10 to 20, 20 to 50, 100 to... Whatever, and we was in a different chat. Oh, based on how many followers you got? Yeah, and we yeah, would help. Hard. We would shout each other up. Even like Desi, Desi was in there. Mm -hmm. Like we would shout each other out. Like every day, we would help each other. It's like, all right, post my video, I will post yours. Like mm -hmm. me and Desi used to do shout out for shout outs all the time. Ha ha, Davis was one of them too. Like Word. we used to always just shout out for shout. We wake up, shout out for shout out. You trying to do it? And we would just grind um, and help each other as well. So why don't people do that anymore? That's like a thing of the past. It used to be like that. It's, I think when you coming up, you should find people who want to come up as well and work mm -hmm. with those people to grow. But people just be egotistical or just so, oh, I'm, I'm going to do it on my own. That's the most dumbest thing mm -hmm. ever. Because you can't do nothing on your own. You need literally, there's no successful person who did everything on their own. Because eventually you're going to need people. Because mm -hmm. if you're selling something, you need people to buy it. That's a fact. So it ain't no way you can think like, oh, I could do it on my own. You can't. You can only do so much on your own. So I think if people just, it's like if I if I rap, if I know a producer, build with a producer. Why do rappers? It's like you should have your own producer. You shouldn't always have to go to people. Like I think people just need to start building a team, and then you build trust with people, and you build a chemistry. Now you trust this person. Y'all have a respect for each other instead of you working with a random person. Because it's always different when you have a relationship and work with somebody. Hmm. It, it's really like. I feel crazy now too because mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm on the I'm on the podcast platform, and they have it to where you can. It's like called cross promotion now, mm -hmm. right? Where I talk about a podcast and I'm telling my audience to follow that podcast, and they talk they do the same. Mm -hmm. But I I haven't done it because I'm mm -hmm. like uh, I don't know if I really want to do that. If their mm -hmm. show is going to be the size of my show or mm -hmm. And maybe I am looking at it wrong, and probably because the whole world is just for self now. Like, there's mm. not even any. Remember those R and B groups? And R and B groups. It used <laughs> to be. It used to be like The Temptations or mm. Boys to Men, right? Mm. Where it's like a group name, but then it became the name of the person and then the group. 
And mm. then there's no more groups exist. Mm. The world has changed so much. Yeah, but that's because they changed it. The market changed it. The people who in charge changed it. We can change it too. Because at the end of the day, who we market to? The people. The people are the ones who listen. I've never been on TV. I've never been in a movie. But people respect me because of the work ethic. And as long as you got the people on your side, you'll be good. Mm. It's like Tyler Perry. He started off making plays. Now he got one of the biggest studios ever. Yeah. And to some people in the industry, they look at his work and be like, oh, it's not quality or it's not this. But it's like this man has built a whole empire. And he put people in position to work. So I look at that, um, like what he did, and try to implement it in what I do. So it's like you started off making plays. Mm -hmm. Why can't I make content, make film? These are my plays. For sure. It's like a new generation of it. So uh, I look at it like that. That's just so dope because some of the people that you named, I can kind of like have a, a visual picture in my head of mm -hmm. like these people that are going to be the next people. We don't know. We, mm -hmm. just, we just think, yo, this person's dope, that person's dope. Mm -hmm. But now we see that some of the names you mentioned, everybody's mm. up now. Mm. That's dope. So why did, so you're in this chat before you moved to LA. Mm. And you moved to LA. Were all the people in, were a lot of people in the chat in LA? Yeah, a few okay. of the people. And then that's when I met like more people when I came out here. Um, 2016, you said? 16. Gotcha. And this was like, whenever, when did Vine, some of the Viners, because them was some of the first people to really take off on social media, people from Vine. Were you on there? No, I started on Instagram. Started Instagram, but, okay, got you. But like Batch and all of them, but I started meeting some of them, and I was like, damn, I don't know if they gonna want to work with me. Mm -hmm. But the first time I met like Batch, he was always cool. Like we was all at this park somewhere filming. He was like, all right, who else got ideas? I'm like, I got one if you want to hop in. And then hold on, you was at a park cool. filming. What do you mean? They was filming like skits and stuff. We was all at a park. It was like a lot of creators. Like, huh? What? Hold on. <laughs> Everybody goes to this park, mm. and we all just say. Everybody shoots their own skits. Yeah. And then and all these the random phone. people, everybody's on their phone. Yeah. We using our phones to record with no cameras or nothing. It was just strictly phone. This is so dope. This is crazy how everybody came up. So y'all just all at a park say, we're going to just create content today. Mm. And Batch is like, yo, who else got a skit? I'll be in it. Mm. And then you be in mine, stuff like that. Yeah. That's crazy. Y'all still got that? Got what? Like, is that still a thing? Like, yeah, you're gonna have your group of people always. Like, I'm still, I'm mostly still cool with everybody I work mm -hmm. with. Cause I always, I don't think people realize how important relationships is. Yeah. Like, cause it's like you never know when you can hit somebody up and do this. Like, Batch, he was on my podcast, I did. Yeah. And he was one of the first episodes. He came to, he's like, yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's like them maintaining those relationships and just genuine relationships. Yeah. It's like, that's an important thing to me. Um, but I'm saying, do they still have those like get-togethers where like, yo, let's just all shoot, let's create? Well, it's different now because now everybody doing different things. Like a lot of people either act now or move in a different way. But they, we still can, if you want to work with somebody, just hit them up if they available. Because gotcha. now everybody ain't available as much because yeah. people are already established. So yeah. you just got to catch people when you can. Dang, that's crazy. Or if you just present them with the right like project or something, I know they'll probably be down. Gotcha. So you met at the park. You like these people are killing it on Vine. I don't mm. really know them. I just know them from Vine. Mm. They're like big figures. Mm. And he just started jumping in your skits. I mean, these everybody's jumping in each other's skits, and that's yeah. just how you start to build it when yeah. you came out here. How did you make money? Because now you're not in you're not in that town anymore for mm. promo. You're new to LA. 
Oh, but people are still hit me up to for promotions and brand gotcha. deals. Gotcha. And it was this old company, Oflow. Like we were supposed to work with them. Mm, excuse me. We were supposed to work with them, and it was gonna pay us monthly to like create videos and stuff mm. for their platform. But it ended up not half going through. Yeah. Um, but that was my plan. I'm like, all right, I can work with them just to at least have my bills and stuff paying the extra money I get. I'll just do whatever. Gotcha. Did you save money before you came out here? A little bit. I don't understand that, bro. Where did you stay? Where'd you live? Down on the street. Where? I stayed with my boy Pat. We both got, got an apartment. Gotcha. So you just moved to another city. Just, all right, we just here. Now we're going to figure it out. I think, and I guess as... But I, I had the, the O-Flow thing was going to pay my bills at least. It, it was supposed to. <laughs> right. So I'm like, oh, I okay, got a little sounds, something. Okay, gotcha, so gotcha, gotcha. I'm like, all right, I have a little something. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen. So right. now it's like, all right, now what? And then you just got to hope something happened. Gotcha. And do you remember like your first big break being out here? Like, like what was your first as... big opportunity? Like the first big thing that happened Say, yo, I made the right choice. I'm here. Mm. Well, I don't think it hit me for a long time mm. before when I moved out here. Because I'm like, it's still surreal. And then I start being acclimated more out here and start going places then it's different when like celebrities or athletes know who you is too mm-hmm. yeah. and I was uncomfortable because I'm like I'm still broke but y'all know <laughs> <laughs> like I'll never forget I was behind um, I went to Drake and Future concert it was the um, all summer 16 whatever mm-hmm. year that was but I was I had backstage passes because my boy is Future Road Manager mm-hmm. he was like you want to come to show I'm like hell yeah I want to come to show mm-hmm. so I'm Backstage, I'm with the celebrities, DeMar DeRozan. This when he was on a, he was like, what's up, man? When are you going to let me hop in the skit? I'm like, when you want to, <laughs> you can hop in whenever you want to. Let me right. know. But he um, he was one of the first people, and then I ended up linking with him, mm-hmm. got his number to talk. But just to see all of these people mess with me for being me, because mm-hmm. in my skits, like, I'm being funny. I'm being me. I'm not portraying somebody else. Yeah. I'm not being another character. And that's the main reason I kept my Instagram name, Cornell, because I'm like, if I'm a grow on this platform, people going to know me. I, I don't that. want you to know. It ain't no identity. People call me Cornell because that's who I am. Dang. It's deep. My Instagram name is Identity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really me. I mean, I'm me, but. Yeah, but it's like, that's people. But I just was always intentional with that's certain like, things. No, nah, that's dope. Because I watched certain stuff happen, you know. So, does everybody just pull up? Is, are, what oh, are they shooting after this. They shoot. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> it's like nobody knocks either. We just open the door and we just pull it. Okay, no, that's cool. All right, so what what advice would you give to somebody that's really, really talented? Because I see mm-hmm. some people, bro, mm-hmm. that are really, really funny, mm-hmm. really talented, but they're just not getting the views. Mm-hmm. You see people that like that, like that, like yeah, they got it's the always going to be people like that. But it's all I think you got to find your niche because I think a lot of people try to look at other people what they do and then try to replicate it or stuff like that. But it's like you got to just be you, especially if you naturally funny, just yeah. be you and then just wait for the time to come and actually try to collab with people, mm. reach out to people. What's the worst somebody going to say is no? Yeah. Like oh, I'm in the city, can we collab or do this and that? Like. You gotta take the initiative as well, because yeah. having talent is one thing. A lot of shit is oh, oh. no, <laughs> no. A lot of stuff is just um who you know, who mm. can help you as well. Like you can be talented and not know nobody, yeah. and it's people with less talent that know people and they get opportunities. Yeah. Like 
that's how people get moved in movies. Like, oh, my friend hit me up to be in this and that. So just start building relationships as well. I think people forget about that part. They're like, let me focus on the content. It's like, no, what other people could I work with? Like once you start collabing and now you on their page, now yeah. other people seeing you that probably would have never seen you. So was that your strategy? If you had to pinpoint a strategy on how you got to become this like influ- mega influencer, mm. would that be the strategy collaboration? Or do you have some other secret sauce you can share with me? It, and being you, because at first I didn't have people. When I was in Cleveland, I couldn't, it wasn't no other, yeah. everybody was out here. So like I just had to utilize who I had access to and just make stuff. But being you is vague though. It, so I understand that. Yeah. I, I understand exactly I, I what mean, you're saying. I mean like be, it's kind of hard because you could tell somebody to be them, but what if what they, them being them isn't working or something? So it's like. Right. So I, I understand what you're mm-hmm. saying. Cause somebody might hear it like, yo, be yourself. You're like, oh, great. But that's not that's not the easiest thing in the world. Especially when you it's, see it's the vulnerability too. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are scared to be them because they're scared to be vulnerable. When you being you and somebody don't It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Like you, for you, then it's like, damn, they don't like me for me. Mm-hmm. So it's like that vulnerability oh, is what, <laughs> that vulnerability, even create, creating period is like, it's a vulnerability because one, it's an art mm-hmm. and people can comment on it like that. So it's like, yeah. it's people can be sensitive about that. That's why people don't put out content, don't put out music because they think about, oh, what people would think. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you can't think about what people think. You just have to do it because who is for is going to be for them. Yeah. It's like if I make a movie about domestic violence, this is for these type of people. Yeah. It's not for the person who don't want to see it. Yeah. So you just got to know who your target audience is and know if you just keep being consistent and get better at it, mm-hmm. that audience is going to come. You ever had to take a video down? Back in the day. Now I don't care. I'm like... Yeah, let me tell you. I had I had this video, bro, where like I'm teaching. So I so I'll 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 teach in the morning, like entrepreneur. I have a group called the Morning Meetup, and mm-hmm. I teach entrepreneurship every single morning. So 
I did this message called how to hire slaves. Mm. But I'm I'm talking about like money, how to make money your slave, right? But mm. it was a it was a dope analogy. The message was fire. <laughs> I published it on YouTube and I see one comment like, ah, this ain't it. I'm like, what you talking about? And they're like, yo, this is very insensitive. And mm. like I'm talking about, they were going in, like, yo, I get what you're saying, but it's very insensitive. <laughs> and like people hated this message, but it was dope. So I, I, the title was How to Hire Slaves. So I'm like, all right, let me just change the title. I mm-hmm. unpublished it. And I was like, all right, I changed it to like um, uh, Money Should Be a Slave or something like that. So that, so that you know what the message is. Yeah. They went in again when I republished <laughs> it. So I had to take it no, down. No, you think you slick? We seen it. Exactly. Like, yo, this is a bad title. Slavery is no, no thing to talk about. You joking and laughing. I'm like, God. But a lot of people- I was afraid of getting canceled. My point is, I was afraid of cancellation. Mm. Would you have done that? It, it depends on- I wouldn't have deleted it because my intention wasn't to what y'all saying it is. Mm-hmm. People try to force their intentions on what you meant by what you're saying. And a lot of them people that probably commented didn't watch the whole thing probably. They just seen the title <laughs> or just assumed, oh, it's about this instead of actually taking in what you're saying. It's just like somebody taking a clip from an interview and then being like, oh, you said, he said this, blah, 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 without having the whole interview in the whole mm-hmm. context. I think people just be so quick to judge instead of listen. Yeah, I should put it back up. If more, yeah. What they go, how can you get canceled? What, I don't know, bro. How like, you gonna get canceled? I don't know. It's just. Use a different I, word than slave. Like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but in the video, I'm using the word all throughout the video, right? Mm. But I, I think, I really do, and I talk about it all the time, really transparent mm. with it. I really do care about what people think about me. Mm. So I have to like, for the most part, I try not to read the comments. But now I'm I'm really careful in what I say and how mm. I approach it because in my mind, I'm thinking, mm. I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. But, but I could not feel authentic in that. Right? I, I'm not yeah. saying what I want to say because I think somebody else might say it. That's something I struggle with. Yeah, I think everybody struggles, especially when you have a platform because now people just waiting for you to say the wrong thing. Like, yeah, I've been supporting you for 10 years, but if you say one right. wrong thing, I don't <laughs> like, I'm a... It, people just be quick to judge or cancel somebody without... How about you teach them? Be like, oh, no, it's a way to say things. Like, yeah. if somebody says something you don't like, just, oh... I don't like the way you did this because it's offensive because it is blah, blah, blah. But don't try to attack them because yeah. then that's not helping. Yeah. Attacking somebody is not going to make them want to change. And I was like, oh, now I feel bad, but you got to be able to communicate with people, right? So you, I don't, think, you don't feel that target on your back. You don't like you're not conscious or aware. Oh, yeah. You're conscious, con- but. It's, I think it's a way to do things, yeah. like to tell a joke. It's like there's so many different cultures and communities and different type of people that we don't think about everybody's perspective. Something that could hurt you couldn't hurt me probably. Something Mm -hmm. that could hurt him couldn't hurt somebody else. It's like, I could say something to you, but if I say that same thing to a woman, it could offend her because of the different connotation, whatever it might be. So I was like, I think we need to be authentic with ourselves, but be willing to learn and listen as well. It's like, oh damn, I didn't think that. Maybe that was offensive. I'm sorry, but Mm -hmm. That wasn't my intention to offend you, if you see what I'm saying. I'm glad we're here, because this is a question that I have for a comedian, right? Mm. Do you think comedy is in trouble? Mm. Yes and no. 
but I'm seeing a lot, man. Because I see, I think people, I think people uh, with comedy, I just don't think it's no, it shouldn't be no limits. If it's meant to be funny, it's funny. But I think it's a way you can say stuff too. Like you shouldn't just attack somebody. Like as a comedian, if you want really want to be good at your craft, learn how to tell that joke without it being offensive. Mm. Why people always, it's easy to say like, oh, people soft, but challenge yourself to be better. Why can't you choose to be a better comedian or choose to be mm. better person, period? So it could go both ways. Yeah, but comedy's not supposed to be that. So obviously we see the joint with Will and Chris. And then mm. I saw like this this comedian was on stage and then T.I. got upset and got hot about something. Mm. And then, did you see that that skit with Drewski? Where mm. he was the uh <laughs> I'm not gonna say y'all all have done it probably. So he did this skit where like it was him and his boy, and then like some girls there, and he's like, they're having drinks, right? Mm. So he's pouring a lot in the girl's cup and he pours a little bit in his cup. He's like, it's like mm-hmm. watching the girl drinking and all that. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying y'all have done that, but you, you know what I mean? It's, it, no, I've seen the video. You've seen the video? Yeah. I thought it was super funny. I thought it was hilarious because that's a real thing. Not that you're thinking, oh, let me rape this girl. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's dude, funny. Dude, if you've ever been to college... You know what I mean? You don't mm. just, all right, let me pour a little bit of liquor and then a bunch of juice. It's like, <laughs> okay, they're going to cancel me for this. But I, what I'm saying is, in that, in, it, is a, it is a terrible thing to do, right? Mm. It's a terrible thing to do. But I don't think, I think the world is getting too free with being able to um, make an uproar mm. about certain topics in comedy. Yeah, That's why if I was a comedian, I would be nervous. And even with that video, if anything... It should, it shouldn't even be looked at. It should be looked at like, oh, it's people out here like that. It's that's what I'm saying. It should be awareness to it. So if you see somebody doing it, then you can probably prevent it from happening. If anything, because if if he didn't make the video, a conversation probably wouldn't have been had. But because somebody see the video, they can be like, damn, it's wrong. And then they either change their ways or stop somebody else from doing it. But people don't think about it like that. They just think like, oh, it's that's a fact. I peer pressure my friends, like my boy Brandon. I'm sure I've got him drunk multiple times, but just like you drink, go ahead, drink it, man. Stop acting like a punk. Drink it, drink it. And like you're not gonna get. I say no. I'm grown. No, you ain't about to peer pressure me. I'm like I'm drunk. You ain't about to right, make right. me take shots all night. I ain't about to be doing all that. That's when we was kids, though. You know what I mean? But I, I, no, I just, people, I'm just starting to see people it, in their 30s and 40s still getting peer pressure. <laughs> man, stop being. Come on, take it. No, sir, no. <laughs> Yo, this is, uh, I, I, I think it's a topic and something has to be done because every single day comedians are under fire and they're in danger. Mm. But back to back to um, your kind of like your journey mm. of becoming, and I, I know you wouldn't say you've arrived, right? Mm. I made it, but it's still a journey, a process. Yeah. Where's, what's next? Because it seems like you, and you just shot the movie, I just saw it, that joint was fire. Mm. That joint was dope. Appreciate it. Um, what's, what's next for you? Like, what is the plight of a content creator or a comedian for what you do? Next is just. Your mo- I just saw the movie. Fire is dope. You're amazing. You're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I saw her and I saw the girl in the movie. I'm like, is she really like that? <laughs> you did too good a job. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what, what is it that you're trying to accomplish right now? Now, just trying to build as a director, writer, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like actually put out stuff and show people what I can do because it's easy to talk about like, oh, I want to do this, blah, blah, blah. But it's better just to show people. Yeah. I want to show that I can make films or make series and direct the crew the right way and make stuff look good. Um, so I just really want to put out stuff that can showcase my abilities and my team abilities mm-hmm. and um, just utilize the people that I have ex- access to, like friends that act and, oh, this person wants to do action. So if I got action film, hit them up. So mm-hmm. utilizing my resources to just build not only myself up, but other people as well. Because it's like you seen the film and just like how you said to her, like, oh, you did a great job. It's it don't just make me feel good. Everybody a part of it get to feel that feeling too. Yeah. Like, damn, I was a part of this and I'm getting compliments as well. So it's like, I can bring joy to other people and let them um, get better at their art as I'm learning too. Gotcha. Cause like, I'm still learning and all of this and yeah. everything, so. I'm gonna ask you the same question two different ways, right? Mm. Who's more valuable or who's more important, the player or the coach? So I I made a shirt that said like, who made who great? Did Phil Jackson make Michael Jordan great, or did Michael Jordan make Phil Phil Jackson seem like the greatest coach in the world? I don't think neither one. And we can't you need say both. both. I we can't say both because it's like without a coach, ain't no direction. True. Without the player, ain't no skill. So it's like but we see some really 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 good teams that don't make it to the championship. Probably because of the coach. Right. So what do you think is more important? So what and before before Phil Jackson came, Mike ain't had no rings. Before Colt, before That's because of the team. What player gonna win by themselves? What player you know won a ring without a team? What player do I know? It's like ring? you need a supporting cast as well. Like no player is gonna average sixty. But think about this though. You think about like what Steve Kerr did with Golden State. But he didn't do that. Mark Jackson was already yeah, putting so, that together. Okay. But then he got released, and then Steve Steve Kerr just came in with the the pieces already there. So if you had to pick one, what would be more valuable? If you are if you were like the owner of a team, would you put more money into the coach or player? Oh, the probably money wise, a player because mm-hmm. they gonna bring you money. The coach people ain't going to see the coach; they going to see the player. But if all they these talented the people jersey, don't win, you can still make money. Okay, if <laughs> if you had to put this money towards getting a championship, mm. what would you place more emphasis? Culture players, player, player. Because just like when LeBron and them won the championship two thousand sixteen with Kyrie and them, Tyron Lue, it probably wouldn't matter who would have been the coach for you. <laughs> I don't consider him a Hall of Fame coach. Okay. So it's like players make a difference. All right, cool. Because if you got a good enough player, they can coach. Okay. Remember, I was going to ask the same question twice. Mm. What's more valuable, the actors or the director? I know all your actors just came in. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I got to answer this right. But just uh, honestly, actors or the director? Probably more valuable. More valuable. If you had to put all your time and energy in like cultivating one of them to have a blockbuster movie, actors or director? Probably the actor. Because it's like you watching a performance. The director not on screen, 
Because mm-hmm. so, you can have a good ass director, but if your actor suck and can't like cry on cue or do certain stuff, it's like the piece not gonna come out the same. But if you got a seasoned actor, they probably can listen to the director, but they still can do their own thing. What's up, podcaster or soon to be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know ATL, baby, Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket and in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal well we've seen some bad movies with great actors that's because the scripts up would that be on the director no, it's on the writer. 
Does you the, could, does the writer find the actor? The does the director find the writer? No, the writers. The it depends. So the writer will probably pitch or something to a um, studio. They'll mm-hmm. sell the script, maybe, or sometimes the director is the writer. Gotcha. And then they'll get casting directors and stuff to like cast people. So yeah. the writer probably ain't got nothing to do with that. Got it. So casting make a difference, but. So if you had a crazy budget, you'd spend more on getting an amazing actor, oh yeah, Jamie Foxx, Denzel Washington, than having somebody like a, a Spike Lee or I don't know whoever else is really really good director. Yeah, because at the when you when you watch a movie, who do you see? The actors. When you feel a scene or you cry, you like, damn, they killed it. It ain't the director. No, no, because I saw you, like I was here while you were shooting. For, again, first time I saw a skit where there was a scene mm. and then it was over. You said, nope, hold on. Do it this way. And it'd be the little, it'd be the little tweaks that yeah. the director sees that the actor can't. They're just acting, but the director sees it from a different That's why it's hard to pick because you need both. You that's need why it's both. a good question. Quinn. You need both. Question. You need both for sure. Because I, to be honest, I wouldn't pick if you didn't make the pick. Because <laughs> you need like that person who can lead and direct and showcase it. But then you need the person to perform as well. It's just like a play. Yeah. It's like if uh, you watch a play and somebody messed up, you gonna know they messed up. Yeah. So it's just a hard question. Yeah. It's a hard question. It wouldn't be a good question if it was easy. <laughs> right? You're right. So a couple more questions. Top, if you had to like throw your top five movies and why that you saw, like from from mm. the, the lens of an actor, director, producer, which you do all of it. Top five, like most impressive movies and why? Well, I'll do three, because five would be... Well, one, I would say I like The Departed. Departed? The Departed got Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg, and Matt Damon, mm-hmm. directed by Martin Scorsese. It's like two and a half hours. But basically, Leo a cop and Matt Damon a cop. And Matt Damon is working for like somebody bad. Mm-hmm. And Leo trying to... They trying to find out who each other is the whole movie. So basically, they trying to find out each other. And then at the end... I don't want to say it, but the end crazy. What what was so impressive about the movie? The story, the acting, just the way it was shot. Uh, really, the story and the acting. I just like seeing that. Yeah, and I ain't never do it. So, uh, so the Departed. <laughs> what else? Do it. Just got to be like live action movies. Whatever, whatever, like impresses you. Like yo. No lie, Disney, like Pixar movies, mm-hmm. I think they do a hell of a job with storytelling. Like, yeah. they'll make me, I'll be watching a kid's movie and be crying. I'm like, damn, this is <laughs> The kid ain't gonna get this. <laughs> like, I don't know if you ever seen, like, Soul. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I was oh, yeah. watching it like, man, these kids ain't gonna get this. I'm like, this is good. It's teaching me lessons. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, like, I would say a Pixar movies, period. Like, mm-hmm. they do a good job of storytelling, but what's another lie? Movie had me crying. Well, I could say name a show. What is it? Your Honor. My boy got me hip to that. Um, Brian right. Cranston. It's new. No, it's like probably like a year or two. It's probably like a couple of years old. Maybe it's a series. Yeah, it's a limited. Well, me series. and my wife, we could probably get down. I'm gonna come Your back. Honor. She's she gonna be so happy that I came. That show, the acting, the cinematography, the writing, everything was great. Even the because it's based in New Orleans and. Mm. They use people with the accent, so you get the feel like you yeah. really, you know, some shows, 
they'll have people from the West Coast that don't talk like they're from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. Like, I like the authenticity, authenticity like Your Honor brings. Like, yeah. Your Honor is a great. Show. You watch Snowfall? Yes. Well, no. I've seen some of it. I haven't followed it all the way. Because who is the producer of Snowfall? Who's the producer? He died. Huh? You say Lisa Ray. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you're buzzing. <laughs> John Singleton, right? The new season, he didn't direct that one, right? There is a huge difference, bro. Do you think that's the writing? I think that the only thing missing, changed, mm. is John Singleton. It's a, it's, yo, I'm talking about, like, me and my wife, we are glued to our seats mm. those first few seasons. And then we watched the, the one where, obviously, he wasn't a part of it, and it's just... It's so different. Am I am I tripping? It's like so different, isn't it? Mm. He's yeah. Oh man. Anyway, so um, so those are your three. Yeah. Pixar, everything. Yo, my favorite movie is Titanic. Titanic. I ain't see. T- I have to rewatch it's it with so how I emotional, think. Emotional, man. And that's when Leo was young. It's crazy, bro. Like I'm talking about the end where she like threw off the little joint. She's like, eh. like it was yo. It was wild. She could have scooted over. She could have scooted over though. <laughs> Cause I ain't about. To... I would have been on there. You got me messed up. Scroll over. What the door? That's freezing in the water. You Jack. It's like I get romance, but when my survival instincts kicked in, and <laughs> like they was married, they ain't your wife. Yo, was that what you were thinking of at that at that point in the movie? Like, yo, why she just? <laughs> I'm sitting there like heartfelt, like, oh my God, this conversation is just a tearjerker. But then anyway. it's like you rewatching it and be like, you could have screwed over. <laughs> Ain't like you on a little thing, like, no, nah, you don't care about me for real. I would have pushed her off then. Since you don't want to share it. <laughs> you don't want to share it. I would have patted away. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious, man. Yo, well, well, thank you, man. I, this is, um, I'm inspired to jump in my creative bag. Do you have a process? When you're writing, you like you got like a weird thing you do. I really just either I sit there and think about an idea, and sometimes I just let stuff come to me. Like I'll come back to it. Like I don't try to force myself to um, think about something. I'll just like, all right, what's different? Like when mm-hmm. I thought about the like skits. You know, a lot of people do relationship skits. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to switch it up, I that's when I did. Oh, I want to do having two girlfriends. Oh, and then I did a having two boyfriends. Like, you don't never see that dynamic. You don't never so, see that, yeah. And those videos went crazy. So it's yeah. like just thinking of stuff that's different that you don't usually see sometimes. Give me a part in one of the skits mm-hmm. that, that like, you are proud of yourself in creating that. Not obviously the concept is good, but mm-hmm. inside the concept is these little things that you do, whether it's a, a line or kind of like a, a particular dialogue that you put together that you thought yourself like, yo, this is good. Because mm. you write it, right? It's not just, we're not just freestyle like, yo, here's the concept. Oh, uh, sometimes it's really um, improv. Well, I'll, we'll come up with, mm. I'll come up with the scenes, but I won't write all the dialogue. Yeah. I'll just like, oh, say, oh yeah, this scene like this, we're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. Give me one of your most genius, like, yo, this was, this was, this is why I'm one of the best in the game. Mm. Probably when I was doing the 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 young and reckless videos on Facebook, just because they drew conversations with mm. people, um, and that was my intention behind those videos to draw conversation. But I didn't expect them to do that good. Yeah. But they just drew different conversations with people to actually have 
conversation, you know, people don't talk yeah. about stuff. Yeah. People always just, oh, I'm right. No, I'm not trying to listen, blah, blah, blah. But when you see people actually debating over something you created, like, it's like, oh, I drew this conversation yeah. because this piece of content that started out as just an idea. Do you have something specific? Because I get proud of myself. Like, certain questions I ask, I'm like, ooh, that was a fire question. That was really, really good. I can't think of nothing specific. Mm -hmm. Just, if anything, just um, over the years getting better. It's not anything specific. I would just say over the years getting better and inspiring somebody, showing other people that they mm -hmm. can do it too. Because mm -hmm. when I started, I didn't know how to do nothing. And now I do. Somebody can see that and be like, oh, I want to try too. Like, why not? Gotcha. So I guess just the the action of being able to inspire somebody to yeah. do something. I think it's them little, new, specific. them little nuances in the in a, in anything mm. that make it amazing. It's like the little nuances. You know what mm. I mean? Like, you know, the, the, the fact that you have to change how something's said and it changes the whole. Mm. You can say the same thing. But when you use different words, it changes the meaning, changes the feeling, all of that kind of stuff. Do you think that deep or you're just like, I do it so often, I'm just creative? To a certain extent. Yeah, you got to. Because with certain lines, you you say it a certain way or something. But certain stuff just come naturally, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, like people would be like, oh, you funny. But I could just be talking. Mm -hmm. It could just be the way I am. But yeah. to them. So it's always different. It's based on perspective. Yeah. But you never know. I I can just create something. I'm like, all right, this intention was to be funny. This was to teach people or mm -hmm. draw this conversation. Or if I'm doing a video from a dude's perspective that you don't really see, like, oh, yeah, men go through this yeah, or yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So but I can't think of, like, no specific thing. And what was the what was the movie that we just watched? What was it? Fatal Love. Fatal Love. Mm -hmm. So make sure you watch Fatal Love on YouTube. Really, really dope. I thought it, and I thought it was going to be, like, a comedy. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Mm. No. Normally the stuff you do is comedy. Yeah, I wanted to switch it up. Just challenge myself. It still had a funny element though, because like who just wakes up? Like you just wake up, oh, what you doing today? Oh, I got a date. <laughs> and the girl's like, you gotta what do you mean? Like that you said it so casually too. And I thought that I, I thought it was gonna be funny because we yeah. were laughing in the beginning, like, yo. Yeah, because I wanted him to be like a asshole type. Yeah. I was like, bro, what you doing? Cause then people, so when the stuff happened to him, it's like that's what you get. Yeah, you so want like a part two because she was walking away. It yeah, like it's definitely two. gonna be a part two. Can part I be two in it? gonna be crazy. Can I be in it? You can. I actually, <laughs> yeah, I can um, send you the script. See what part you can play. I don't really want to say anything. I just want to appearance. I want to be in it. You at least need to be a scene though. Maybe I don't an Uber know if you're a good actor, bro. Uber like, driver. You probably ain't got to say too much. You probably could just do a look. Drop the gun. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't See, know. that's a serious. I'm telling you, John, you laugh. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm cut off. No, it all it all depends. You know, it's 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 a lot of people you can play. You can play an Uber driver, a cat, yeah, homeless dude. Don't you might wall. need a little change. Wall stander. <laughs> that way. You know what I mean? Like, I I just want to I just want to be in it just to just to 
be, and, and I'm being serious. I really want to be a part of a production mm. because eventually I do want to create. I got ideas in my head mm. that I want to create. And I'll talk to you offline, offline, yeah. offline about that. So um, I got like one more question. I'm going to do a quick commercial because I got to pay my bills. And then uh, I'm going to uh, come back and ask one more question we got here, okay? Mm. So this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com. Um, it's the only organization, I'll tell you, Cornell, it's the only organization that gathers every single day to teach entrepreneurs. So literally, I'm on a Zoom call every day with hundreds of entrepreneurs. And like, I'll have a message, um, how to create content, how to double your income, how to sell. I don't know. It's like whatever it's going to be for that day. But every single day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is 5 a.m. on East Coast, which mm. it's been killing me last couple of days. Mm. I didn't even turn my camera on. It's just, I'm not ready for the 5 a.m. But it was, it's, it's just really, really dope, an organization where people can really be empowered and grow together. Because mm. a lot of people talk about bringing the community together. We actually do it. So mm. we actually have an app, too. You can download the Morning Meetup app, and uh, you get access to it. I got courses in there, all that kind of stuff for all the members. And... It's $79 a month, but right now you can get it for 60% off, $3.99 for the whole year. And I'll talk to you every single day for the year. It's really dope. So go to themorningmeetup.com. And hopefully one day on, your, on the East Coast, we got to be talked to my group. Oh, oh, yeah. There it is. All right. So um, so thank you so much. I got one more question. Where do you What do you see yourself accomplishing in the next five years? Because I want to be able to watch this video five years from today and say, mm. yo, Cornell said that five years ago. Look, he's mm. actually doing it. Well, one, stu- I want a studio where I can like make productions. Um, probably be well in five years ain't no telling, so it probably might be big or small. But I want a studio where I'll be able to do stuff and create stuff. Um, I want to be making features. I want to be making shows. Change the language up a little bit. What you mean? Not want to be. Just tell uh, me what you're going to be doing in five years. Well, I will be making features, um, making shows, mm-hmm. producing, directing, maybe writing, but more probably like producing, directing. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably act sometimes, yeah. depending on, the, I'll probably see myself getting into like the romantic comedy, comedy type stuff. So you don't want to act as much as produce and create? No. Got I just happen to build myself up, but yeah. what else was I going to do? I might as well you utilize me being funny. That's a fact. But... Yeah, I definitely, I like being behind and in front of the camera. So it's kind of a love for both. So I don't, but I don't mind being behind because now I can be in control and um, take lead on stuff. So yeah, just, I'll be making features, making series, hopefully getting developed. Mm -hmm. Somebody giving me a development deal. What's Um, a development deal? Like say if a network want me to create like, oh, like if BET hit me up, oh, can you make two movies for us for this month? Mm-hmm. That's how Tyler Perry get Netflix deals. Like Adam Sandler, like they'll get like development deals to do a certain amount of um, movies or whatever. Just like Dave Chappelle, he mm-hmm. got a, I don't know if it was a four or five movie deal, but work to get that. So And then, and if they don't, I'm gonna just have my own platform. Mm-hmm. I'll just make my own, like, I got the equipment. Mm-hmm. I would just need the money. Probably. You know how dope this is gonna be five years from today when you're looking at this interview and saying this is what I'm gonna do and I'm gonna and mm. then you're actually doing it. It's gonna yeah, be dope. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, man, I appreciate you, man. I'm, 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 I'm gonna need this footage for the documentary. Oh yeah, say less. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> say less. But I appreciate you, man. Thanks for allowing me. And when I DM'd you, like you got over a million followers, I didn't think you were gonna reply. You know what I mean? But you was like, all right, bet. You yeah. was a real dude, man. So I appreciate that. Um, 
let everybody know how to find you, how they can support you. And you got to close this out with a word of wisdom. We got to put a whole bow on this mm. whole conversation. Well, y'all can find me on Instagram, underscore Cornell, underscore, underscore. You can find me on YouTube, Nelly Vids, and also on Facebook, Nelly Vids. And words of wisdom. Hmm. I would say... It's a tough one. I'm a, I want it to be good. Yeah. It's like if I got shot today and somebody watched, it's like, did he just say Exactly. <laughs> No, but I would say water slot over. (laughs) I would say, (laughs) (laughs) or if you're a danger, push them off. I would. One thing I would want people to do is just learn to have empathy, understanding, and how to communicate. Because that's one thing I don't think we taught how to do. Mm -hmm. I think people so quick to judge because they don't see themselves in other people's shoes. It's easy to judge a person that's doing something bad when you don't know how they got to that point. Mm -hmm. It's like that's why they have the movies like the movie like a Joker. It's like a per before if you didn't see the movie and you seen the joke, you're like, damn, he crazy, blah, blah, blah. But then you see what turned him into that. Mm-hmm. So if we was just kinder, if people understood things, we could just be better people in general. Yeah. And like build better relationships and have more understanding. It wouldn't be no cancel culture if people just learn how to have conversations first. I love it. I love it. Listen, man, we can't close it out no better than that, man. Do yourself a favor. One, follow Cornell and all that he's doing, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, support his movie, stream that joint. Watch it, uh, share it with somebody, and do yourself a favor. Go get you some social proof, meaning go build something really, 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 really big, but then come back to your community and teach them how you did it. It's the only way our community grows, okay? We are out of here. Peace. Come join the most amazing live mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs every morning. Let's go. The, the Morning Meetup. Do you have a business idea you need to get off the ground? Do you currently work a nine to five and are looking for supplemental income? Come and network with like-minded individuals and take your business to the next level. Every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with David Shand and friends. Try The Morning Meetup today for just $1. Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.